Hi, do you want to do the bottom of the heart disclaimer while you're wearing just a top? Sure. It's okay that I said it. Yeah. This, I, is, this is the reality right now. <laughs> it is. It is honestly the reality. My heart is racing. What does it mean? It's like beating so fast and out of my chest almost. And I am just remembering to breathe. This year, I, I kind of coined a phrase that my yoga teacher loves. <laughs> and it's, you do the work and the work gets done. And today has just proved to me in the most fundamental way how important it is to do the work of healing, to do the work of learning and teaching ways to regulate ourselves, ways to take care of our needs, ways to fill our own cups so that we can fill each other's cups more. Before this all started, for the first time in my life, I felt this sense of inner peace and healing. It was something I had really wished for on last year's Rosh Hashanah, Jewish New Year. There were many things that I, I, I wanted to work on, cultivating a sense of inner peace understanding the insides of my body, a body with endometriosis and irritable bowel syndrome and coursing with trauma that lives in my chromosomes since times before I was born, since the Holocaust, before the Holocaust, since the birth of this country, since my father serving in two wars as a hand-to-hand -hand combat frontline medic. Even though I was born in New York, I was born into all of that, into that home, filled, filled, seeping with, with trauma, with the implications of conflict and violence. And for the first time, I felt inner peace. I had these growing pains I'd never experienced this summer. I, I, I fulfilled a childhood hope to kind of experiment with te tennis. And I did a few classes. And for the first time in my life, I couldn't, I couldn't swim. I had a raging shoulder infection and back pain for the first time in my life. And I used to be a competitive swimmer. It was the first summer in my life where I, I could barely do a freestyle. I, I'd fucked my shoulder up so colossally. You've been a competitive swimmer? Yeah, that's not, not for today. But Wow. Wait, the first, question, the, the first question I ask you in this scene, I thought it was going to be like 30 seconds. <laughs> but I ask you, Sorry. <laughs> can you please give us a disclaimer from the bottom of your heart? But maybe this was the disclaimer, which is okay. It's cool. True. This is Wednesday, October 11th. Jonathan Gal here still uh, taking over for uh, Gabi. Um... On the political front, uh, today is the day when uh, the Israeli government has formed a, a war government, a united uh, war government with uh, uh, several different parties joining in. We have heard 
the American president, uh, President Joe Biden speech, which has um, greatly, I think, affected um, the Israeli public. That speech of support and um, uh, unity from the U.S. and after Biden's speech from many other Western uh, leaders is very important for morale in Israel. Um, we're seeing many people sharing pieces of, of that speech and other speeches by leaders. Some people are frustrated that our own leaders are unable to give us um, such uh, confidence. We also have the American uh, military sending uh, aircraft carrier, the USS Gerald Ford, out to the eastern uh, Mediterranean Sea, which might, military experts are saying that this could be a game changer, it could be something that affects the northern front, meaning it could keep Hezbollah from Lebanon at least cautious in their attacks. At the same time, we're seeing continued rocket attacks, um, maybe slightly less, as, as the Israeli airstrikes on Gaza continue. The terrorists have uh, less and less um, ability to fire rockets, but still somehow they are firing uh, rockets. Um, we're seeing more action from uh, uh, the Lebanon side. Uh, there's soldiers have come in contact. We have killed soldiers in the north and a lot of false alarms in the northern part of the country with uh, reports of um, aircraft coming in or terrorists coming in on gliders as they did out of Gaza. But so far, nothing uh, major yet. The main thing is the psychological effect of the acts of terror, the uh, horrible reports of uh, the abuse uh, of the dead and the dead bodies, children, elderly, murdered, decapitated, horrible things that are hard to talk about, hard to hear and listen, hard to, to watch videos and pictures, hard to explain to our children who uh, are not going to school, everyone is staying at home. Uh, we'll talk about more about this in further reports. You want to drink water? Yes. Go for it. <laughs> we will speak about your um, your um, Olympic phase. I was not the... an Olympian. I was I was a competitive swimmer. I never said that I was an Olympic swimmer. Oh, but we will keep it for like episode 15. What I want to discuss about is motherfucking America is in the fucking house. Wow. Uh, in, in many ways, it is. <laughs> I Tell am... me everything. Um, wow. The interesting thing about the physical dimension is that so many times just like reflects a bigger dynamic, like the biggest fucking aircraft carrier in the world is like coming here. Like, is it the size of like half the country? Like it's huge. It, it looks massive in the pictures. And have you ever played that game Battleship? Yes. With, uh, it's that the, it's yes. <laughs> <laughs> if any of our listeners have not listened to Battleship, please Google that now and hit pause. Um, so the thing in that game, and trust me, I know because my little brother used to like move the ships around, like 
effectively cheating, you know, he'd like set it up so that he could like figure out a way to like sneak different things and constantly like move them around. The fastest moving ships are the really tiny ones. And I've been here for 13 years and I have a ton of corporate experience and in the legal world and in the world of, you know, private funds and the, and the ship here like moves really fast. Like I worked in big law briefly in the States and it's like, you write a memo and you, you know, you do the due diligence and you, you have some time and then you pass it to this person and you, you send an email to the partner at a law firm there, or at least it was like that. And you say, Oh, are you free to meet later? Like, you don't just like here, I worked in big law and it was like, I would do that. And they're like, what are you doing? Just, just come. And I was like, what do you mean? Just come. They were like, just come knock on the door. Like if I'm open, like let's just do it or just call whatever things move fast here, but we need resources. And there are so many people looking for ways to help. And there are really important discussions that we will get into. I promise we will definitely be getting into some conversations about academic institutions and what they've been doing or not been doing. And silence is doing something just a reminder we will have time for that. Right now, there are incredible initiatives going on financially. If you have money, great. But we could also use your incredible editing skills, your video skills, your anything that you want to do. There's someone out there that could really, really, really use whatever it is that you want to give we will find a way to make sure it goes where it wants to go and needs to go. You matter. And today I've been thinking about meaning, you know, I, I'm a sentimental human being. And like, I was thinking about the earrings that I was wearing Saturday morning and those are the earrings I'm with. And they mean so much to me. They're from this like crystal shop in Chinatown where I saw parts of like a jillion year old meteorite that I just happened to walk into when I was in New York last year. And one of them has like seven colored glass things, just long of the chakras. And the other one is one of two earrings that I'd purchased that have like this West African symbol of letting go. It's kind of like a spiral, but also has like an, ana like an animalistic element. And later that night, I went to the Ohm Center in New York City um, for a pyramid meditation and then Reiki double back-to-back -back session. And it was truly incredible. That's like podcast 99 or something. Um, and you don't move in these things. You just like lie on your back, you know, with a pillow. And I was wearing the earrings and I know I was wearing them when I walked in because I sometimes play with my earrings. It's like a nervous habit. And then when it was all over and I'd had these insane visions, I just, you know, stood up, touched my hair, like my earrings, and one of them was gone. The symbol of letting go. And I really looked around the room a bit. I wasn't stressed though. I was just like, oh, I mean, where could it possibly be? Like I was just lying on my back with a pillow and like an eye mask. It could not have traveled very far. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just like an earring. 
And the owner was like the sweetest ever, the Reiki practitioner, may rest in peace since past. They were the sweetest ever and they were, they were more worried about it than me. And I was like, no, it's about letting go. And if it's here charging the space forever and ever after, and Suzanne at Ohm Center charges that space every day, it's a, one of the most beautiful and intimate sanctuaries I've ever had the, the privilege of, of being inside of. And I didn't wear them really the past. I don't even know. I've barely worn them. I've been so nervous of losing them. They mean so much to me that they're like earrings that I never wear. And like last week I started wearing them and I, you know, took a shower finally today and like washed my hair and I was putting them on and I noticed the clothes that I've kind of just threw in a bag and brought with me and then on a quick trip home, like threw more in. And each item of clothing is like a hand-me-down or a gift from another friend or something that is somehow come into my hands. And it really had me thinking about meaning, you know, and how much we all matter. We've been in such an age of cynicism and not caring and being insincere and all these things being revered. And I, I love sincerity, I, it, but you know, there's the pressure of the group. There's like the kind of, we morph, we adapt in response to our times. And it's easy to forget how much we matter. It's easy to forget how much meaning there is. And what's keeping me going is also, <laughs> there's so many things keeping me going right now that are so pure and lovely and, uh, Darling, I love you, but I, I didn't want to speak about Reiki and earring. I want to speak about United States of America, <laughs> Biden, give his speech, you know, know, action, like, like suddenly Tom Cruise is like, is like falling down from the, the ceiling and woo! Speak with me about USA, military, tough shit, you know? This is going to sound crazy. I haven't listened to the podcast you've sent me. I haven't watched the news since yesterday. I've been on back to back to back calls, texts, emails, just trying to move, move mountains, money, a media working group, uh, stuff with my you know, my alma maters, what are they doing? Supporting friends who are like experiencing insane. We, we, so we, I, I don't get, know. I don't get, know. We will get the old media. Why don't, you know what? Why don't what? you tell me what happened today? Because all I know is about the aircraft carrier. I know that my, my nephew and niece are combat soldiers. I don't, you know, it's so maybe I've been avoiding. I just, you know, there's too much to process on that front. Okay, like I, I know. I will try. I will try. <sighs> for, for Israeli in the, in the, you know, you see things in movie there collective memory of stuff that people is sitting like this behind this like really old TV uh, and seeing black and white Golda Meir say uh, uh, like a speech you know it's it's shit that don't happen anymore like those these like these days people don't watch news they like seeing the feed you know like Okay, if someone's like, who who the fucking care? Like, 
those leaders like I don't care I, I didn't, didn't watch news like forever and yesterday me and friends and a lot of people just sit and watch Biden live speak on the TV and I waited like like it was a concert they said like in eight o'clock he gonna um, start the concert and in just like in like 9:30 he um come to the to the stage it felt like taming Pala concert I swear in God like energy in the fucking air and yes he said like good stuff and it was really like heroic and very look like a scene from I don't know really cheap movie of Vin Diesel or something <laughs> but it was a bit exciting like whoa America is in the house we are not alone like it's gonna be all right he said in the end of the speech like if someone from our neighbors here want to start a war I tell you don't don't and we're like <laughs> <laughs> and we're there you know with our bills like whoo and it feels like maybe you Thirty years from now, when they do like Netflix movie or it will not be Netflix, it will be something else about this moment, this will be a scene that will be like this is a scene that people will remember from this event. So God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. <laughs> uh, many things come to mind. Can I just uh, throw them out? Yeah. I started watching the first two minutes. And I was like, I don't have the luxury of, t- I really want to watch this, but I have to like get back to the other stuff. And I made a note to watch it today. But even from that first minute, I was like, and I'd like to maybe talk about this tomorrow, but the first minute where he's like in the Hamas charter, you know, like against the Jews. And I'm like, is this like news to you guys? Like everyone, like a lot of people have been talking about that for a long time. They were talking about it in 2021. Let's not get into that. I want to talk about the vision that came to mind, which, you know what, you made me chuckle a bit and maybe um, I'd like to transmit a little joy right now. So I'm going into pop culture reference mode. Did you see the picture when he came to visit, like when Yair Lapid was one of the prime ministers and they were like on the tarmac and he was wearing his Ray-Bans? Did you see that image? No. So that was what was in mind. Like when you were talking about like, you know, the Vin Diesel movie. And I like suddenly was like, oh, wow. Like Biden, like with the coat and like the, like the jacket, not a coat, like, and the Ray-Bans and just like, we're here. <sighs> a movie. It's like the weirdest. I mean, <laughs> this calls to mind like a, cra- like a crazy week in my life in 2021, which is like podcast 197. But um, my sister at one point was like, sometimes I feel like you just want these things to happen. And I was like, yo, even like fucking Charlie Kaufman couldn't come up with a screenplay as insane as the past few days, like visiting mom and dad have been. So like, let's just, and it's the same thing now. It's just like, how do you even, <laughs> it's wild beyond comprehension. And it's also a little bit like a Vin Diesel movie, I guess. And also as Tame Impala concept. That's true. It feels like I'm only going backward, baby. Every part of me says go ahead. I got my hopes up again. Oh, no. Not Now I want to speak about your, how do you say, initiate? Your Zma? Mm. Initiatives. Initiatives. Initiatives? Yep. 
I tell you, after this podcast, I'm, I could be like an English um, teacher or something. My vocabulary is like, is going to explode. Too many words. Yeah. But And English has like... Now I know like, what is Wasser. Sounds German, by the way. It's water, right? No. This what? is Wasser. A vessel. A vessel. Now I know what is a vessel. A vessel also comes up a lot in like new age talks. Like I'm just a vessel. Like things are just like passing through me. And it can also just be like a naval vessel. It's a cool word, actually. I love words. Words are great. Your air conditioning remote just really chilled me out because it says relax. It's like the relax company that you see on like some air conditioning remotes here. Is that the name of the air conditioner itself? Yes, it, this is the, the cheapest version I could found. Honestly, it really helped me regulate myself earlier. It was just like, I got here and you're incredible and we had a really good hug. It is really, if anyone is having problems breathing, if anyone you know is having problems breathing um, and you can ask for a hug and someone wants to give you a hug, that's really great. Heartbeats can help each other um, regulate. It's also really helpful to... call someone and ask them to count for you if there's no one around just one two three one two three and Darling. if there's no one else there then you can just count your fingers and your toes okay darling I love you but I don't want to speak new age stuff hugging smugging <laughs> I want to speak about capitalist initiative America whoo Tell us about your project. There's a few things going on right now. I think we should contextualize it first. Is that a good idea? It is. Okay. Very podcast energy. Uh, contextualize? Yes. Okay, let's, let's get into contextualization. Um, there's a lot of media dispersion going around, going on. Um, so basically there's like old world media, like news networks on TV. And newspapers, and there are also you know smaller independent journalistic networks. And then there's the whole world of Twitter, social media, videos flying around. And on top of that, there's also videos being sent to each other on WhatsApp, Telegram. And alongside that, there are a lot of things literally happening at the same time in terms of, Well, we're not going to go through everything that's happened here, but for anyone following, you understand. And those two things together have created a lot of new needs um, without getting into government also, you know, whatever's happening, I'm not getting into politics here uh, in terms of whether it's ineptitude or disorganization or surprise, but whatever, civilian initiatives have really been sparking up like crazy wildfire. Israelis are just, I'm so proud to be an Israeli. What a resourceful, loving, generous nation. And that does not just Jews, Arabs, Bedouins, Eritrean refugees that are our neighbors sheltering with us, tons of other groups that I haven't even mentioned, you know, and people are really coming together and the network in the diaspora of Jews and Israelis and people that support this place and you know 
allies, true fucking allies are coming together. And there are so many initiatives. Like, I don't even know. There are probably tens of thousands going on right now, hundreds of thousands. So two of the things that I'm working on with some wonderful people in my network and their networks and everything's, you know, just gelling. One thing is a media initiative. So there's a real need for people here um, on the ground that are getting really bombarded with messages. Their needs from international media organizations has just arrived and other ones abroad. They need journalists, fixers, um, translators, people that can like help organize interviews in the field and help their media coming in, producers. In a normal time, right? Like there aren't that many requests coming in at the same time. So what's going on is that it's just flooding, right? The network and the person getting it doesn't even have time to, you know, follow up on the lead. In a normal time, someone's like, hey, um, we're coming to research blah, blah, blah in a week. Is there any way you can find someone to help? You do a Facebook post, someone sees it, they tag a few people or you send it directly to a few people and you fill the need. There's so many, it's flooding the network and it's flooding the capacity of the people receiving them. So it's a hub that's basically going to take those requests, get them where they need to go without those people needing to follow the leads. It's just like, I can dump it here and then the community will sort itself out and efficiently, not in a way that I can do say on WhatsApp or Telegram or on Facebook even. And it needs to be secure, which is another thing because there's private information. So that's one challenge that this media initiative is dealing with. The other one is um, there's lots of content that needs to be translated, properly subtitled and shared because there's Israeli media and there are conversations happening in Hebrew that are very different than the conversations happening in English. And I'm sure than the ones in Arabic and lots of other languages, but I'm a Hebrew English speaker primarily. And, you know, America, Israel, the whole thing, Canada, Blah, blah. And sorry, I'm like articulate and also incredibly inarticulate. Wait, the, <laughs> yeah, the media initiative. No, it's still in the uh, context. No, no, this is the initiative. This is the real thing. Mm -hmm. This is the dream inside the dream. This is the one of the dreams inside the dream. There are about five or six. Okay, but, but, but bottom line, you are open like a media channel. It, yes. And so then the third element is the front facing element. We are. Our name is Narrow Bridge, which is, well, maybe you could say what it's from in Geshel Talmud. I never expect that I will um, be in a moment that I need to explain this such of thing in my worst nightmare. Wait, let's see. What the fuck is Geshel Talmud? Kol olam kulo, Geshel Talmud. Like, but what? I don't know. So from what I like understand, I know the song, yeah. from what I understand, it comes from the 18th century from Nachman Breslev. I don't really know that much about, I mean, I'm not an expert and it means well, I should really pull up the proper translation. Um, but it's the world entire is a narrow bridge. And from what I understand, the interpretation is, you know, the world is a really dangerous place. It's full of scary things. Um, these times are uncertain and they were uncertain before and they were uncertain thousand years ago. They've always been uncertain. And 
you walk through it. You walk through that narrow bridge into that space of light. You keep the torch going. This is now my interpretation because obviously I had to make it a little new age. But about an hour ago, I texted someone, two people in Greece, including an ex I haven't spoken to in about nine months. I unblocked him, poor guy. And, and I just messaged him and I, and I said, please pray, please, please, please pray, please drive. He's Greek. He's Greek. He's a Greek painter. It was a Vicky Cristina Barcelona. No, we, we, inv- we invite Matthias. <laughs> Come. Come, dear friends. Oh, sit with us. Thank you for coming. <laughs> okay. But wait, I, I, I didn't finish the please pray for me thing. No, I, it's too long. No, wait. hold on, hold on. He, I asked him to go drive an hour to a monastery we went to last year and go pray at that specific monastery. I never thought that I'd be in a position to text, you know, people and be like, please pray, please pray for us. Please get in your car, drive an hour to a monastery and pray. So, you know. I know, but for, for this episode, we, we will keep, you will keep explaining, but on the bottom line, this is a media channel. Narrow Bridge is a media channel. It's a media hub. It's... Yeah, you know, there's the cliche that if you cannot explain your idea to a five years old child, this, this is not a good idea. I guess it's a new media network. I don't know who to credit today because I don't know who's going to be. Uh, we don't know. Maybe we have a different uh, designer. Yeah, we're... Maybe we're... I'm going to bring one. I asked for a friend. And I also spoke to... Um, Gabby... Um... She's going... She's on She's on duty. What does it mean? She's in the IDF spokesperson's unit. She's just all in I can't even imagine if you know anyone working in the news here especially anyone in the IDF spokespersons unit anybody in any news organization with access to the photo database that is being uploaded that these news editors even people that are just working in newsrooms right now please reach out to them please tell them that you you you're thinking about them It is harrowing being on the front lines of this. And that includes people that have access to bajillion images coming out right now in secure news networks. That bajillion is like, that's a real thing. It's like, an, it's, it's like, an, I can, I can hold it in my hand. No, that's exactly why. <laughs> okay. Thank you to Shema Podcast Creation for digital uh, distribution. Thank you to Amy Sapan. And my name is Dor Komet. See you uh, tomorrow. God bless America. Stay safe.